In August 2019, in the real world, the Watford FC Community Sports and Education Trust began running a programme of reminiscence sessions called Golden Memories, designed for people with a mild to moderate dementia diagnosis. If you know of someone who would benefit, please contact Hannah Foster at the Trust. Hornet Heaven, Series 11, Episode 3, Memories Maketh Man, written by Ollie Wickham, read by Colin Mace, Earth Season 2019-20. On Saturday the 28th of September 2019, Bill Mainwood, Hornet Heaven's Head of Programmes, was in the atrium, about to start an orientation session for a new arrival in the afterlife paradise for Watford fans. Very nice to meet you, Arthur. Did you go to the awful Manchester City drubbing last week? Arthur, an 80-year-old Watford fan from Rickmansworth, pondered for a while and looked troubled. He replied, Oh, uh, I hope I haven't missed a game. It was a good one to avoid if you did. Never mind. Now you're in Hornet Heaven, you'll never miss another match. You can go to every new game and all the old games from the past. You'll be very happy here, I hope. Uh, yes. That would be nice. I must admit I, I've found things a bit difficult recently. I don't know why. It's all been very unsettling. An elderly lady came up. She touched Arthur gently on the elbow. Arthur, you're here. How lovely. How are you? Oh, uh, hello. Have we met? It's Phyllis. I live next door to you down on earth. Before I came up here. I died earlier this year. You, uh, you died? Oh, I, I, I'm so sorry to hear that. Phyllis, did you say? I don't know a Phyllis, do I? While Arthur sat down trying hard to think, Phyllis, a 74-year-old Watford fan, also from Rickmansworth, explained to Bill that down on earth, Arthur had lived for a few years with dementia. He's been a Watford fan all his life. He was at the Man City match. I saw him. But the dementia, it's so difficult. I mean, he can remember the 1959-60 season perfectly. But lately, he can't always remember what he did this morning. Sometimes he doesn't recognise people. Even family and friends. Deary me, that's so sad. I'd like to be able to help him, but I don't know what to suggest. Well, why don't you suggest what you always suggest? Oh dear, am I that predictable? I know my magical history tours are the answer to a lot of people's problems in Hornet Heaven, but Arthur's situation seems 
Arthur would love a magical history tour. It would really help him, Bill. Would it? Oh, great. Then let's do it. Phyllis and Bill took Arthur on a magical history tour of highlights of the 1959-60 season. First, they fetched programmes for the 6-0 home win over Oldham Athletic in mid-September. They went through the ancient turnstile on Occupation Road and arrived in the old main stand. Arthur headed straight for seat F27 and immediately seemed more at peace. For the first time, Bill saw a slow smile creep across Arthur's face. This was a great game. Though Cliff Holton and Dennis Uphill had a bit of an off day. They only scored half the goals between them, whereas across the season they scored two-thirds of our goals. You've got a good memory for old statistics, Arthur. My schoolboy assistant Derek Garston is going to be seriously impressed with you when he gets to know you. After the Oldham game, they went to the 7-2 home win over Hartlepool's United in October. At the end, Arthur ran down to the front of the main stand paddock to cheer Holtman and Uphill off the pitch after they'd scored five-sevenths of Watford's goals that day. Bill said to Phyllis, Look at Arthur down there. He seems really happy. He's back in a world that makes sense to him, Bill. People like Arthur connect with the past in a way that they can't with the present. But will coming back to the past actually help him deal with the present? He knows all this stuff already. Feeling more certain about things will make him feel less isolated and vulnerable. Ah, oh, well, that's good. He certainly does seem more contented. Arthur ran back to them and said, Come on, let's go to the 5-2 home win over Exeter in January. Holton and Uphill score an even higher proportion of our goals. Four-fifths. When they arrived back in the atrium, they heard a shout go up. Programmes in! The next game of the 2019-20 season was available for viewing. Ah, we could interrupt our magical history tour and go to today's game at Wolves. Would you like that? Arthur? Wolves? Oh, uh, they won the league three times in the 1950s. They're a big club. Today's game must be in the cup. <laughs> I love the cup. I love the cup too, Arthur, but we're actually playing them in the league. The Premier League. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, Premier League. Never mind for now, Arthur. Shall we just go and watch Watford play Wolves? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Watford are my club. Bill, Phyllis and Arthur 
took programmes through the ancient turnstile and arrived in the away section at Mullinyi. While they waited for kick-off and Arthur read the programme, Phyllis said to Bill, Do you see that grey-haired lady from the land of the living in the black 2002 away shirt? That's Arthur's daughter. Next to her are his grandson and great-granddaughter. We should go and sit next to them. Don't you think, Phyllis? Wouldn't Arthur like that? We could try, you never know. It would be lovely for him if he recognised them, but... Oh, golly. That's heartbreaking. It almost feels cruel to have brought him here. No, it's good. Being in a football crowd puts Arthur at ease. The sights and sounds and smells are all very familiar to him, Bill. It helps him know how he fits into the world. He's a football fan. A Watford fan. Well, that's good to hear. Though, let's hope we don't see yet another Watford defeat this afternoon. After yet another Watford defeat, the three of them returned to the atrium. Bill said to Phyllis, Right, shall we continue with the Magical History Tour? of 1959-60. We could, except... What's wrong, Phyllis? I thought you said my tour was helping Arthur. Nothing's wrong. I've just seen another way we can help him. George! Can we borrow you? Bill and Phyllis sat at a table in the gallery restaurant in the southwest corner of the stadium. They were watching the conversation that was going on in the booth opposite. Do you remember the games over Easter? In 1959-1960, George? Aye, they were incredible. Arthur was sitting with George Catlow, a former Watford wing half and one of the heroes of the 1959-60 season. Phyllis explained to Bill, Sometimes, down on Earth, I used to take Arthur to Watford Museum. The memorabilia there helped him relive events from his younger days. People call it reminiscence therapy. In that booth, though, the memorabilia is good old George Catlow himself. That Easter... We won games on consecutive days, Arthur. I remember it very well, George. 4-2 and 5-0. And Cliff Horton scored hat-tricks on consecutive days. Didn't you, big fella? Arthur glanced up to where George Catlow was looking. An imposing figure with dark hair was standing by their booth. Arthur recognised Cliff Halton instantly. His jaw dropped. Tears of joy came to his eyes. He said, Oh, 42 goals in 45 league games. Six goals in eight cup games. The greatest of all time. As the big fella sat down in the booth to join the session, 
Bill and Phyllis slipped away out of the restaurant and left Arthur to reminisce in the most personal, vivid and wonderful way possible. Later, back in the atrium, Bill saw Phyllis again and said, Arthur's still in the restaurant, chatting away. Today seems to have gone very well for him, despite the result at Wolves. Do you think Hornet Heaven can be a happy place for him? I hope so, Bill. This place is a treasure trove of memories. It'll help Arthur remember the past and remember himself in the past. When he sees himself at the old games, it'll remind him who he was and still is. A Watford supporter for more than 70 years. So he'll spend less time anxious and confused by his present-day surroundings. Oh, well, that's good to hear. It's almost as if, in Hornet Heaven, there's reminiscence therapy available on tap. And that's important. Our memories make us who we are. Suddenly, Bill felt a tugging at his sleeve. It was his 13-year-old assistant, Derek Garston, looking very pleased with himself. Sir! Sir! I've done what you asked me a few moments ago, sir! I've rounded up some more Hornet Heaven residents that the new arrival, Mr Arthur, might like to meet, sir. Look, sir. Bill recognised a couple of very familiar faces. From the 1960s, sir, I've got Ken Furphy, sir. And from the 1960s and 70s, I've got Duncan Wellborn, sir. Furfs and Chopper nodded at Bill and smiled. And... From the 1980s and 90s, sir. Well, I can't wait to hear the memories that this man brings back for Arthur, sir. A dark-haired man in a black 1979 tracksuit stepped forward. A great man. A great man responsible for two incredible eras that would live forever with Watford fans. Bill ruffled the schoolboy's blonde hair and said, Thank you, Derek. This will be very useful for Arthur. Then he added, In fact, Watford Football Club has provided golden memories that help all of us as Watford fans know who we are. So let's all go and join Arthur in the restaurant and share the recollections that have shaped us. The end. The next episode of Hornet Heaven will be Series 11, Episode 4. The five people you meet in Hornet Heaven. Hornet Heaven was created and written by Watford fan Ollie Wickham. It was read by Watford fan Colin Mace. It was produced by Watford fan John Mooney. Music by Watford fans Steve Joy and Jeff Wickham.